It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm gonna jump right into it. And the legendary meme page, Hoodville, posted this today. And of course, it's a picture of Future, but he just uses Future in a lot of his pictures. The words say, I would rather treat my shoddy like trash and know why she left than treat her like a queen and wonder why she left. And it just hit me in the chin, chest, stomach, nuts, knees, ankles. I'm fucked up. That shit just knocked me. I'm going to say that again. Let me read that again. I think that shit probably went over some of y'all head. I would rather treat my shawty like trash and know why she left than treat her like a queen and wonder why she left. And, you know, it's sad. It's really sad because what you're basically saying is that this situation is going to get dangerous. And I'm either going to be the person holding the gun or the person looking at it being held at me. But you know it's, it's not going to end well. And that's the that's the saddest part about the generation. Is we know it's not going to work out. We still go into it anyway. Because it's in our nature to want to be with somebody. To have somebody around. Whatever. You know, and a lot of men. Most men. We believe that um, for us to have consistent sex. For us to have certain things. We're going to have to actually get into a relationship. So, uh these, you know, basically saying like these, these new women, they're going to leave you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to leave you. Um, they're going to mess it up. They're going to drop the ball somehow, some way. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, are you going to be ahead of the game? Or are you going to be behind the game? You understand? And it's, it's sad. And, you know, it just shows like, the serious abandonment issues that this generation suffers from, especially the men. And I'm going to say why I say the men. The men get left more than anybody else. When you have a brother and a sister and the father walks away from the family, the son is affected more. I was That was me. It was me and my sister, right? I have brothers too, but they come from my dad's second marriage. My dad left me and my sister. My sister was never really truly affected by that shit. I was. You see what I'm saying? Then you start looking at everybody like, I hope this person doesn't leave. You start to fear rejection. And you start to attach to people very quickly. But you also detach very quickly. Because you're used to having to detach. The the person you love the most in your life... (laughs) left you and you had no choice but to learn how to live without them but that period between them leaving and you getting to that is hectic it's more hectic than it is for somebody who doesn't necessarily have abandonment issues you understand because you and it's like that because you um you're used to that see my dad didn't just leave once he, he left like two three times I had to become used to it you know and then there was one time where he left and I thought, oh, you know, this is just one like the other times. And it, it never came back. You see what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm like, well, what does your dad got to do with relationships or relationships? But relate, the first relationships most of us were ever in, and I know it's going to sound nasty or weird to some of y'all, but it's not like that. If you deep, you understand what I'm about to say, was with your parents. That was the that was the first relationship you were ever in. I mean, it's not y'all gonna hear a little bit of noise. Y'all gonna have to just get over it. Um, 
It's not saying that, you know, you was like in love with your mama or your daddy, but yes, the first relationship that you ever were in, the first relationship that you ever saw was with your parents. So that's why, you know, a lot of people that have relationship issues, it stems back to, you know, with um, their parents. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the issues can be rooted back to their parents and the relationship that they did or didn't have with their parents. You understand what I'm saying? So, this is actually a very deep conversation, you know. But it's just sad that we live in a generation now where we feel like when we walk into a relationship, it's not going to work. So now we have to manipulate it. How is this going to work out in my favor more? And he's basically saying, if I treat her like trash, at least I can sit back and be like, well, shit, she left me because, you know, shit, I was cheating on her. I was talking bad to her. I I was fucking up. You know what I'm saying? But when you treat her like a queen and she leave, whether she cheats on you, move on, whatever, she just stop talking to you, ghost you, right? You sit back and you be like, what the fuck? You don't know what the hell going on. And it can tend to fuck with your head. You feel what I'm saying? And what I don't even realize is that I've done what this guy on Hoodville is saying all throughout my 20s. You know, I just didn't notice it. I wasn't intentionally doing it because I've, I've done both. I've treated women like trash and I've treated them like queens. And I can genuinely say that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen both results. I've had relationships that didn't work out. And I sat back and was like, oh, well, I mean, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know and in a weird way, it feels better because you, like, well, I fucked up. As a man, you know, we we strive to be responsible and be accountable. So it's like, well, I fucked up. You know, next time I know, you know, if I actually like the girl, don't do this, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You treat like a queen and then things go wrong. You're like, damn. You know, that's what I did with my last relationship. You see what I'm saying? And then I had to sit back and it, it really affected me for a while. Like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, shit. This shit. What the fuck? What the fuck did I do? You feel me? She was mad at me at stuff I did way before I even met her. I ain't know I ain't even know her, you know. Um, but that's life, you know, the same thing with a criminal record, you know, so you commit a crime when you're twenty three and you're twenty eight and the job tell you, Oh, we can't hire you because you're then the third, you feel me? So that's just life. Things are gonna catch up to you. But I think it's just crazy. It's odd, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's just, it's sad. It's the world that we live in now where we have to kind of be on defense mode. It kind of makes you wonder, well then, if you got to do all that or think like that, you might as well just stay away from the situation. That shit sound dangerous. You know what I'm saying? That shit sound dangerous as hell. Somebody going to end up hurt. Who going to end up hurt? Me or her? I got to hurt her first. That's another thing I kind of got from that. You know what I'm saying? So that way, I could feel a little bit better about it if she do it to me. You know, getting cheated on when you're the good guy is painful. Getting cheated on when you was cheating too is still painful, but it's easier to deal with because shit, you was doing it too. You could just chunk it up as karma. When, it, when you're just the good guy, you start questioning yourself. It might make you a little insecure. You know what I'm saying? If you let it, it, it could destroy you. And then it'll turn you to a nigga who treat women like trash.
start to group them all in. You know, which makes sense. Like, well, I don't get, I don't really, honestly, I don't really get too mad when bitches be like, man, it ain't shit or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you done dealt with six, seven men and they all did the same thing and they were all different men. You know, you kind of have a grounds to say that. Now, is it necessarily true? That's always up for debate, but it, it makes sense, you know? Because, especially with me, because, like, all my girlfriends were different. So if I got the same results from four or five different girls, then shit, you know? It's a safe judgment. It's a safe analysis. Doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. Doesn't mean that it's the way to live your life. But you're not dead ass wrong in your in your way of thinking. You're not. And I wouldn't let nobody tell me tell me or you otherwise. That doesn't mean that you should hurt people, you know? Because what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna end up hurting the wrong person. And either A, you're gonna miss out on a good person because you done came into this shit on defense mode rather than what you're supposed to be is vulnerable. That's what relationships should, should do. You're supposed to feel free, relieved, refreshed. Not walking around on eggshells, tense, ready to, for something to go down. Looking for things to happen because that's the pattern. Then our culture don't help. You know what I'm saying? The music, the movies, everything is about cheating these days. Everything is about, you know, your girl gonna cheat on you, your girl gonna leave you. You can't watch a movie without a bitch cheating these days. You know, and our music ain't no different, you know? That song, um, Loyal by Chris Brown, that shit had fucked me up for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, damn, that's, you know? And I, know I know he said these hoes ain't loyal, but shit. I mean, most of these women are hoes. So <laughs> it was like, you know, it ain't like he just talked about like these five girls. He's talking about like out of 50, he talked about like 45 of them. Who's to say you're going to get them other five? It's Russian roulette. You can't just look at girls these days and tell anymore anyway. They all kind of dress the same. I mean, you don't, ain't no real indicators. I mean, for real, for real. I mean, there is, but there isn't. Even worse when she don't look like a hoe because, or act like a hoe because you really thought you caught something, but you didn't. You know what I'm saying? That's just what you thought. And clearly you thought wrong. You feel what I'm saying? That's the saddest part about it these days, man. You just really can't tell. And I wouldn't argue with a woman who say, well, we can't tell with y'all either. You know what I'm saying? There's always the group of people and men and women that you could just look at and be like, bro, what did you think you was going to get from this, right? But a lot of us, like me, we don't go for that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying I ain't never been cheated on. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I know, I know of one time for a fact. But it's not always just about cheating. It's other issues too. Like way more other issues. It's all kind of. It's all kind of things that go into it. It's just crazy, y'all. Like, it's it's really crazy, you know. But this this meme is powerful. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, Shotty is not playing. Hoodville on Instagram, you know. Um, he is not playing with this one. 
He is not playing with this one. He said, treat her like trash so you know why she left. It's best, I mean, like like I said, it's accepting what's going on in this world right now relationship-wise. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's to the point where, and I know a lot of men feel me on this one. Like, I don't even, honestly, if I like a girl or I want a girl and she tell me she got a boyfriend or something, I don't even get discouraged. You know, saying sometimes I might even fall back. I don't even try to pursue her. I know they're not going to last. You know what I'm saying? I know they ain't going to last. Like, it's just a matter of time. They're going to fall. It's just how it goes these days. That shit don't work out. It's too much. It's way too much going on. It's, it's too many outside factors playing a role on something that's supposed to be an inside thing. Relationships that are supposed to be inside. It's too public these days. There's too much energy being put out into your relationship. So if y'all already are in disbelief and y'all don't post yourself on Instagram, it's people praying y'all don't work and they putting a lot of energy out there. And y'all and y'all energy is not strong enough to fight off their energy. You know, energy is going to win negative or positive. If there's more negativity, it's going to be positive. Positive energy can win when it's strong. When it's, when it's weakened and it's fickle, it has it stands no chance against negative energy. Then while you with her, you listening to this music that's telling you all these hoes cheat. You seeing these memes, you reading stuff on Instagram, all kind of stuff. You know, look, yeah, not yesterday, but maybe two, three days ago, Lil Duval um, did a questionnaire in his. Um, story on Instagram asking he said tell me why you're cheating on your man right now and the answers were just like so revealing you know what I'm saying I mean he and he had a you know he's a little Duval he has x amount of followers on Instagram so it was a lot of different answers you know it was just all kind of stuff revenge his dick little oh my ex you know I can't resist his dick all, all kind of stuff and it's like damn man this shit this shit is wild out here and you know I'm starting to wonder like is it worth being in a relationship anymore? Is it? I mean, for men, is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Like, we we get into relationships and all we end up doing is giving and barely receiving anything back. It's kind of like the saying, I can do bad, I can do bad by myself. Like, why would I have to why would I sign up for this? Sign up to have to wonder what you're doing. Sign up to be worried about stuff. Sign up for you to be yelling or naggy or aggressive like it's just like what's the what is what is what is the even the point you know it's not gonna work you know it's to the point now where I, i'm gonna keep it really real with y'all and it's gonna sound fucked up but it is what it is it's to the point now where when i when i really really like a girl beyond just love like i or, or excuse me romantic love like i i kind of keep her at a bay i kind of keep her distant a little bit you know what I'm saying I try to preserve us as much as possible by not texting back all the time you know what I'm saying by ignoring them a little bit you know what I mean I kind of feel like it keeps them coming back I try to remain mysterious you know what I'm saying I don't, I don't try to give it all away I don't try to move too fast I don't try to really get with them you know what I'm saying? Like, um, 
I try to keep things like that because I actually like them as a person too and I don't want to lose them as a person more important to me is that than just to try to take them off the market so another man don't get them I'm not worried about another man getting them another man can get them I give it six months (laughs) and it should be right back over here you know I can chill for six months ain't shit going on all I'm doing is working you know what I'm saying (laughs) working and writing and doing this podcast so it's like you know she can go She'll be back. You know, nine out of ten times, she's not even going to stop talking to me while she's with him anyway. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. But I try, that, I, it's sad that I have to be that way. It's not like I want to be that way. But that's what I feel like I have to do. I can't speak for other men, but that's what I feel like I have to do. And maybe some other men and maybe other women might agree with me. You know, it preserves the, the friendship. You know, which is really essential. I even had one friend, you know, I have a friend named Sam and, and we we were always friends. But, you know, I feel like that I think it was the last time I saw Sam, we was riding around, hanging out. And uh, we said to each other, basically, like, and we were kind of playing, but I feel like we were kind of serious, too. Like, we're going to do what we do. You know, you're going to mess around who you met. I'm going to mess around. I'm going to get out of here. But... If by like, I think we said 35 or something, we're not married. We just going to say fuck it and marry each other. Like it's, it's, it's to the point where it's like that. Like you better off, like if you really like a woman in today's society, it, especially if you're not all the way right, you know, saying emotionally and men, you got to, you, you have to acknowledge when you're not all the right. Cause she's probably not all the way right either, but it's not about her. It's about you and this, in this, in this specific situation, it's best to just kind of just keep her at bay. You know what I'm saying? When I say bay, y'all probably thinking I mean like B-A-E. No, it's an actual like saying or slogan or term to say keep someone at bay. It's almost like keep them on deck. Like keep them at a certain distance where you can see them, but they're not too close. You see what I'm saying? Like you're supposed to be vulnerable in a relationship. You're supposed to be able to be open. And let it. if you have your guard up everywhere else, this is supposed to be the one place you don't have your guard up. You know, saying it's kind of like us against the world type shit. But these days, it's like the world against us. You have to kind of have a guard up nowadays. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad. And at that point, once again, I wonder, is it even worth even getting involved with? Who wants to live a life like that? You see what I'm saying? You know, it's like you walk into a relationship before it even can get good. You already preparing for the bad. You are you already looking for your way out. You already looking for how you gonna deal with it. You already setting yourself up, and at that point you put more energy into that than you do the relationship. It's going to fail. You see what I'm saying? It's a it's what I call the Plan B lifestyle. The Plan B lifestyle I came up with years and years and years ago, and it's something I had realized that is created the world that we live in and it's not when I came up with it it wasn't based off relationships it was based off of career and education when you're a child you say I want to be an astronaut I want to be an artist I want to be a rapper I want to be an actor I want to be a model I want to be you know 
an activist. I want to be the next Martin Luther King. And our parents, our teachers, right? The world tells us that's cool, but get a plan B. Go to school. And what ends up happening is because that's the more easier thing to do because we're technically already going to school is we end up focusing on the plan B. Fast forward years later, now you into college and you're actually going to school for the plan B. You spend 80 percent of your time, if not 100 percent of your time, focused on the plan B, not the plan A. Eventually, the plan A is damn near non-existent. Now you live in a plan B lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? You don't even have time for plan A. You got to go to work. You got to go to class. Plan A takes time. It takes money. It takes resources. It's rare. Even look at a rapper. It's rare for somebody to become a rapper who has so much others to know. Ask any rapper. They had to say, you know what? I'm going to put everything into this now. I'm not finna. That's why you, you, J. Cole, Kanye West, those guys dropped out of college because they realized if I want to really rap, I have to have the time. I can't just go to the studio for one hour a day when I get off of work, when I get out of class. I've got to go for five hours a day. That's where I'm going to really develop a sound. Any rapper will tell you, you know, it's hard to develop a sound sitting in your room writing raps and rehearsing them out loud. You have to go and hear yourself over the beat. All these rappers, you guys love their ad libs. You love um, the way they put reverbs on their voices. I I discovered reverb, not saying that I'm the creator of reverb. You know, reverb is that kind of, for y'all who don't know, is that like very airy like sound, that echoey sound that you hear in Travis Scott, in Quavo, in ASAP Mob, like Ferg and Rocky that... When, you know, ASAP and them go like, oh, in the background, that kind of like it sounds like they're yelling in like a dungeon, you know, that 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 kind of big voice sound that you hear with Quavo. I discovered that in high school before any of those guys were even famous, not saying I gave it to them. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying that I discovered it on my own from recording because I had my own studio in high school and a little bit after, too. You see what I'm saying? That was me focusing on my plan A. You know, like I'm just I'm just simply saying it's like we come into these relationships ready for the plan B. You have some people who treat their side chicks and side niggas better than they treat their main chicks and their main niggas. And that's because, believe it or not, they're putting more energy into it. They actually are safer and feel more. Phew. When they're with him or her. You see what I'm saying? You know, they can be themselves. They can let loose. They don't have to have walls up. That's why I feel like the best thing, the best relationships I've ever had weren't actually relationships. If anybody's to ask me to name three women that I miss if I had to pick three women I missed from all the women I've ever dealt with, I guarantee you all three of them would be women I was never technically with. One of them, we lived together and everything, but we were never official. And we were very vocal about that. You see what I'm saying? 
So trust me when I say we were never official. It's like the safest thing you can do these days. And it may still not work out. But it's easier to deal with. And I think that's what it comes down to is we're looking for safety. What's going to be the easiest let? I mean, I'm going to get let down. What's going to be the easiest let down? When you're buying her flowers and you talking on the phone with her every day and you done cut people off for her and you done deleted your social media or you done, you you know, you, you treat her so nice and it don't work. It hurts more. Even if it just simply, like I just said, doesn't work. But when it ends bad on top of that or you find out she's been cheating on you or she's been doing this, that and the third. It just like it, it really drowns you. And you don't ever want to give that good side of you to someone else again. Next thing you know, you miss out on good love because now you've held back. The person who deserved this good side of you, the best parts of you, don't don't get them because either A, you reserved them. Or B, they've been destroyed. You don't have good sides to give anyone anymore. You see what I'm saying? And at this point, shit, you now you treating shouted like trash, you know, quote unquote from the meme, because you don't, you, shit, it's all you could do. You don't have the ability to treat her like a queen. Because you, you gave them, you gave that up. You, 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 you put it so much out there in a past relationship, you literally gave it to a woman that was undeserving and she destroyed it. That's why when these women talk about how we act, another part we don't really feel bad because it's like, y'all the reason why these niggas acting like that. You don't want to see it that way, but it's true. Most, not all, most of the real toxic niggas that I know, they were not always that way, bro. And all it takes is one relationship, one situation shit. To make somebody that way, male or female. It don't take 10 years of you on the dating market. It could be one time you fell in love and that shit fucks you up forever. That's why the best advice I could give my kids, I don't have any, but if I, when I have them, is to stay out of relationships when you're young. Date, have fun, figure out what you like. Just stay out of that shit. Because you ain't going to find the real one anyway. So just stay out of them. Because by the time you 20 these days, man, the average 27 year old person, just 27, I'm 28, but 27 year old is carrying around more baggage, more weight, more scorn, more resentment, more spite, more bitterness, more insecurity than they mamas and they daddy who are divorced. And you've never even been married. Back in the days, the bitter, the bitter black woman was 40 years old, 35 to 45 years old. Now the bitter black woman is 23 to 27. The angry old man used to be 35 to 45 years old. Now the angry man is 21 to 25. Women get preserved a little bit more. But not 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 that much by a long shot. And that don't mean it's, it's like that for all of them. 
this is the world that we live in. It's it's sad, but it's true. You know, it's dangerous out here, man. Y'all niggas better stay safe. Y'all niggas better stay safe. Because that's dangerous, if you ask me. Treat her like trash. So you know why she left. Versus treating her like a queen. And you wonder why she left. And these are, you can't treat these average women like queens. You treat her like a queen. She don't treat you like a king. She treats you like a peasant. And I need you to understand the labels of those old like medieval empire type things. When I said peasant, that was an actual term for people beneath the queen, beneath the, the throne. You see what I'm saying? That like even Hoodville said you treat her like a celebrity. She treats you like a fan. You cannot exalt these modern women. It's not reciprocated. The higher you lift them, nigga, the more above you she is. The less she will respect you. The less she will look at you as a contender, as a prospect. You can't do that. You cannot uplift these modern women. You just can't. What it's like is like, I'm going to give you a very great metaphor. I'm going to put you in a scenario. It's like you strong, right? And you with somebody who's clearly, very blatantly, physically weaker than you. And you guys are in a hole, like in the ground. Like you guys are standing in a, in a deep hole, right? And you use your strength to pick them up with your hands and get under their feet and lift them up out of the hole. And now it's their turn to try and lift you up. So now we're just speaking on women who actually try. We're not even speaking on the ones who just get out the hole and walk away and leave your ass in there, which is most of them. She's not even physically strong enough. Now, see, you had your knees to help you. You had your legs. You had all kind of things to help you lift that woman up. All she has is her arm strength. So I want you to literally close your eyes right now and imagine this scene and think about how she could do this without having to go grab like somebody else to help just literally off of her. You're six foot something. It don't even matter. Matter of fact, height don't even matter. You're She's lent now on her knees, right? And she's reaching down to you. All she has is her arm strength to lift a grown ass man. And I'm, I'm not talking about mentally, I'm talking about physically out of a fucking hole that is literally taller than you. So she'd have to lift you up pretty high. You see what I'm saying? If anything, if anything, not to go off topic or skirt away, but if anything, it's going to sound crazy, but she should have used her leg strength to try to get you up out of there because you have more arm strength than her. You probably could reach down there and yeah, it would be some strain, but you could have lifted her out. You see, that's why you can't exalt these modern women is for that very much reason. They don't even have what it takes to lift you out once you lifted her out of the hole. 
I told you guys about that one woman who said, and I even played you the audio about that one woman who said that she, a man, um, made her feel so good about herself that she left him thinking that she was better than him now. He exalted her so much that she started to look down on him. Y'all remember that episode? Okay. So it's it's crazy. You know? And it's sad. It really is. And I feel bad for good women. Because they just get tossed around. Because we assume, well, whatever. And men are coming into coming into them on defense mode. Because either A, we've been hurt, or B, we've seen somebody be hurt, and we've seen what's out here, and we're like, uh-uh, can't be me. It can't be me. I, I am not going out like Joe. I am not going out like Jim. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Fuck that. I'm finna, nope. I know a lot of dudes who cheat, and I, I mean, they don't, they don't say this, but I can tell. They cheat because they think their girl cheating on them. Or they want to be ahead of the curve. Besides that, naturally, they're faithful, monogamous men. I mean, no man is truly, fully monogamous, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? At least they wouldn't be fucking somebody. But they feel like, I'm not going to be that nigga who find out my girl been fucking off on me. And I've been over here turning down pussy. Nope. Hell no. I've been over here fighting my, my natural manly urges. To have variety in my life. Meanwhile, she out on a cock carousel. You see what I'm saying? Nah, hell no. Nah. Prevention. So I've got to go. Got to got to get up out of here. But you know, just 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 think about everything I've said, man, and, and, and realize that no matter what you decide to do it or how to move after this episode that it is sad that we have to move like that or we feel like we have to move like that it's sad this generation that we live in it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out